Today's scripture is from Matthew chapter 25. For it is as if a man going on a journey summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the five two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, <clears throat> Excuse me. and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave, you knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to the one with the ten talents. For to all those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. As for this worthless slave, Throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. The Gospel of our Lord. A kind grandfather gave his grandson and his new wife a Bible for their wedding. It was bound in white, white leather with their names and their wedding date engraved on it. Unannounced to the newlyweds, the grandfather tucked a $20 bill in the first page of each book of the Bible. <laughs> on many occasions, he asked that young couple about their new Bible. They had written a thank you note and had thanked him in person many times. The grandpa kept asking, about that Bible. It was not until years later did they finally open the Bible to find the hidden treasure. The grandfather had entrusted them with a generous gift, knowing that they would only be able to discover the abundance if they opened the book. Jesus tells a story of a generous master who entrusts his slave with inordinate amounts of money. Just one talent was worth about 10 years of annual income for a typical worker in the time of Jesus. 
Two of the slaves lean into this abundance and invest it to produce more. The third slave is afraid of what he has been given and he hides it in the ground. The master returns as he said he would with praise for the gutsiness of the first two slaves. The third slave is reprimanded for his caution and paralysis. The slave explains, he was afraid of the master and the risk of losing what he had been Mm. given seemed higher than the risk of just hiding it. The slave is then sent into outer darkness where we hear there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. Fear holds that third slave. He has been threatened to think small, maybe because he thinks his sole purpose is to look out for himself. We don't get to know his story or what caused this, but he is is being held back by fear and scarcity. The first two slaves are set free to risk and to act, to be bold in multiplying what they have been given because really it was not theirs to begin with. And then they trust in the generosity of the master. Now today we could play it safe and we could think that that those talents given to the slaves represent the varied gifts or talents that we all are given. And then from that thought, we think that Jesus calls us to use those gifts to serve him, whether that be to fix cars or to teach or to lead projects or to build houses. But if we think that way, I don't think we're hearing what this gospel story is telling us. What if, rather, the talents represent the gospel itself Mm. and how we live it out in our lives? What if the talents represent living as Jesus teaches us by loving God, by loving others? Living in a way that what we do and how we live is truly a living example of what God's kingdom is about. Everything we have has been entrusted is a gift from God and an invitation to use this goodness to invest in others. Matthew talks a lot about the outer darkness and the weeping and gnashing of teeth. If you close your eyes for a minute, maybe you envision a scene from Dante's Inferno. But I wonder if outer darkness is where we live when we cut ourselves off from God and from each other. Outer darkness is the place when we limit our thoughts and actions to serve only ourselves. We shut the door, we bury the treasure, and we close ourselves off from living in hope and possibility. Our view of the world and of others is narrowed 
and we become threatened and self-serving when we're left in darkness. In this darkness, we cannot see beyond ourselves, and we need the light to come to shine in our hearts and to soften the hard ground where we have buried our talents. Each week when we gather here in worship, God invites us back from the outer darkness back into the light. Jesus' words come to us, this is my body given for you, my blood shed for you. We are simply called to open our hands to receive this great gift, a promise of presence, of mercy, and a new future. An opportunity for mercy to unbury what we hide. Jesus gives of himself for all people and for the world. That's how much God loves us. That's how generous God truly is. And Jesus then entrusts us, broken and limited as we can be, with this gift of faith to trust in this ongoing abundance of God. After his death and resurrection, Jesus' call is then for us to carry forth the measure, the message, to trust in God who comes with mercy and sustenance for his people. Jesus entrusts us with the great talents, the gospel, to be the movement of this love and mercy to all people. What is buried in the pages of your story? How are you called to share the gospel? How is this good news of Jesus being made known in your life? May you be set free to act, to be bold and to share, knowing love and care multiplies when it is given away. What have we been entrusted with the gospel here at Mount Olivet? How will we be set free to act, to be bold, with a love and care that multiplies as it is given away? Jesus promises that he will come again to usher in the fullness of God's grace where everyone has a place and fullness of life. So until then, we live in the meantime. And while we wait, we are called to bring God's kingdom near in the here and now to fling open wide our generous hearts and to trust in the Holy Spirit bringing light into the darkness, calling people to let go of fear and to release that which has been buried. May we be people such as this. Amen.